Hey, what up, what up, BGK gang? This is Andre of Big Gemini Kennels, a.k.a. BGK. Welcome back. Smash that subscribe button, hit the like button, drop a comment, let us know what you're thinking. Make sure you hit that alert notification so you're notified every time we drop new content, and that's going to be frequently because we came to drop bombs. Beast mode. Hey, hey, what up? So today, Dre BGK is here to hit you with a story time. Let's get ready for a BGK story time. <laughs> okay, so today's story time is kind of crazy. Today's story time is Kangol attack. The time that my neighbor's big-ass Kangol tried to attack me when I was walking my damn dog. Dangerous dog attack! Okay, so let's get into today's story time. Today I'm going to tell you guys about something that happened to me the other day when I was going on a walk with my dog. Now, that's something I do frequently. I like to take my dogs for walks and whatnot. And I, I try to do as many walks as possible to stay healthy. You know, uh, I do a couple miles, two to three miles, pretty much sometime around the evening time, whenever the sun starts to go down a little bit. Because I live in Los Angeles and out here it gets pretty damn hot. I don't like to walk my dogs in the high sun. I like to walk them when the sun starts to go down. Now, I pretty much take a very similar route. I switch it up every now and then but I pretty much take a very similar route every time that I go walk with my dogs you know so the neighbors I see the same people on the walk I see the same dogs on the walk and as you go on a walk on a routine basis you get to know your area your neighbors their habits their dogs and there's a couple of houses that when I walk I keep an eye on them because I'm like you know what these dogs behind these fences could be a problem. Like, I'm a dog man through and through. Like, don't get it twisted. I love pit bulls. I love American bullies. That's what I own. That's what I breed. But I know all breeds, and I love all breeds, you know? So on my walk, I always noticed there was a couple of houses that had Kangles. Now, I don't know what you guys know about Kangles, but Kangles are serious-ass dogs. Like, very serious-ass dogs. They have the highest bite pressure out of any dog walking this planet right now. Their bite pressure is somewhere around like 743 pounds of pressure. Uh, don't quote me on that, but it's real close to that. It's in the 700s. They have a harder bite than a pit, a harder bite than a Rottweiler. Any other dog does not have the same bite force that this dog has, all right? So know that about Kangles. And to top that off, their personality is a defensive, aggressive dog. So after having my encounter with a Kango, I decided to do a little digging, a little Googling, using the Google. I was on the Google, and I had to check it out and see what the fuck are these dogs capable of. Then I found this article. It says, cops forced to shoot massive dog eight times after it ripped out woman's throat before guarding body. So basically, they had to shoot this damn dog eight times because it had ripped out this woman's, some random woman's throat because some idiot, just like this idiot, did not have this dog on a leash and it's a dangerous dog and when it attacks, it goes to kill. Ripped out the woman's throat and they wouldn't even, and, and the dog wouldn't even let them get to the body. They had to shoot it eight times so they could even get to the woman's body, her lifeless body. Won't be me! That's what Kangles are capable of. So after that wonderful journey down Google Lane, I decided to Google a little bit more and see what else I could find, and I found this. Teenage girl feared for her life as she was savagely attacked by huge Turkish Kangol in five-minute mauling while the owners did nothing. You hear that? Keywords. Owners did nothing. Now, although these dogs are big and dangerous, it boils down to the owners being irresponsible for them to have the chance to attack and maul and kill random strangers. So this dude is a damn idiot that let his gate open and this dog out. Bottom line. Facts. Oh, they were made to like guard sheep from wolves, bears, whatever, man. I've seen videos of them fighting like lions on YouTube, fighting bears on YouTube. It's like crazy shit. 
Like, Kangles are big-ass dogs. I don't know how tall they are, but they're tall, like big dogs, big dogs, right? And every time I walk past his house, well, there's a couple of them on the, on, on the route that I go, the regular route that I go. I see one yard that has like one, and there's another yard that I'm, I'm still watching that yard right now because they got like four. They got like two parents and then two pups, right? So I always keep an eye out for these yards. I'm thinking like when I'm walking, I want to have some protection with me. And I don't just mean my dogs. Like, don't, like the dogs I have are definitely enough to protect me against another dog. However, I don't want them to get into a fight and get taken from me. I breed. I don't want them to get hurt or injured. You know, I don't want all that controversy of, oh, this guy's walking his dog and attacking another dog. Being a black man and a black man with big-ass pit bulls, big-ass American bullies, they already going to stereotype both of us. Like, we, we we got two strikes against us from the gate. You know what I mean? Like, strike one, big black man. Strike two, big-ass pit bull with them. Like, come on now, big-ass American bully. You got to think when the average person sees an American bully, they see a big-ass pit bull. They don't think that's an American bully. They think, man, this dude got a big-ass pit. That's all I hear. Like, oh, man, your pit's huge. That's what they say, right? So... This day, I was actually walking with Athena. Athena is a tri-American bully, tri-colored American bully. She's about, give or take, I would say 125 pounds somewhere. I mean, she's a big girl. She's a big dog. She ain't as big as this Kangle that we're about to deal with, but she's a big-ass girl. So, anyway, with that being said, every time I walk by this house, there, I mean, I'm talking about these dogs rush the fence, not jumping up on the fence, just... They act like they want to kill you every time you walk by. Like, they don't just do the casual, ooh, ooh, ooh. you know, the casual, I see you, get away. Nah, bruh. They come at you with the, I'm like, okay, these dogs are serious. Like, they want out the, like, you can tell, like, when you're walking by a fence, some dogs, they give me that bark that makes me feel like, you, know, you don't really, like, I read barks. Because you got to imagine, being a breeder, I hear barks outside my house all day. And I know a serious bark. I know an I'm bored bark. I know who the fuck is that outside your gate bark. I know I want to eat this other dog bark. I know I want to eat that guy on the other side of your gate bark. And he has the, I want to eat that guy on the other side of the gate bark. I'm telling you, he has that bark. I recognize that bark. That tone is different than those little chihuahuas that are just like, they, they might as well be like, I don't know, would you, uh, an alarm, an alarm system? They're not going to do shit, but they're going to let you know something's out there. This dog is there to do shit. He's there to do work, right? So every time I walk by that house, I always think about it. Every time I walk by those homes, I think about it, right? I got my territory mapped off. Every time I walk, I'm thinking like, yeah, I hope nothing never happens with this dog. So far, it never has until this day. This day, it happens. So let me re reverse a little bit. Let me tell you, like, every time I walk, for the most part, now sometimes I get a little lax, and since this incident happened, I'm going to make sure I don't lax anymore, because that can be a bad situation, it could have got real bad, but anyway, I like to keep some mace with me, let me see, right here, I got it, this is the bear mace I like to carry with me, I keep this in my pocket, right, and then when I'm walking, I always keep my bat, you know, I kind of walk with my bat in a way that somebody would walk with, um, like somebody would walk with a walking stick or something you know what i mean like the way you use a cane you know i kind of do it i might do a flip you know flip it up in the air catch it whatever but i keep the bat with me because i'm like if anything happens worst case scenario you know if it gets serious then i'm going to do what i have to do with the bat right so with that being said i'm walking i turn the corner and as i turn the corner i go further down the street 
And as I get up to that house, the first house where the Kangol is, that dog is not in the yard. I don't see it. I don't see nothing. Okay, all right, that's weird. Because he usually sees us coming. Like, he usually is at the fence waiting for us to get there so he can growl and bark at us until he can't see us anymore, right? As I turn the corner, I notice, oh, shit. Oh, shit. The gate's open. Oh, The gate's open. His gate is open, all right? Now, I'm really tripping off of this at this point because I know, like, with this gate open, this dog's not going to just rush up to the fence line and stop like one of the dogs that just wants to try to scare you this dog is about to rush for real so now i got athena in my left hand on leash i got my mace in my right pocket and i got the bat in my right hand where i'm just kind of walking with it like a like a walking stick or something now as i get closer i don't even think i approached more when i noticed the gate this part is kind of fuzzy right now. I know that the gate was open, and I noticed the gate was open. I remember taking more steps forward because I didn't see the dog at first. So I was kind of like, maybe it's a go. Maybe the gate is open because the owner knows that the dog is in the house or in the garage or wherever the f***. So with that being said, all of a sudden, this dog comes flying around the corner. And I'm like, oh, sh it's going down. Now, Athena, she's in my left hand. And she's not scared at all. Her tail's up, ears up. She's pulling towards this dog. She's growling and barking. He's flying out of the fence towards us. He's growling and barking. And I'm not going to even try to act tough on this camera. It was a oh sh moment. When I say oh sh, I mean like oh sh. Like your body freezes, adrenaline rush. You know, like there's no way that there's going to be something good that comes out of this event, right? So the dog is growling and barking. And he's rushing towards us. Athena's pulling me. She's dragging me towards him. And I have the bat in my right hand. So what I do as we get close enough, she's dragging me. He's coming. He's attacking. She's pulling to try to do her thing. I swing the bat with my right hand. And as I swing the bat with my right hand, it comes right in front of that kangaroo's nose. Woof. Right in front of him, right? I don't hit him, but I come like this close from really hitting him. And I try to swing hard, but... When you're doing it and a dog's dragging you and you're trying to swing with one arm, it's an awkward swing. It's not that same swing, whereas if I drop the leash and I grab this bat the right way and I'm squared up, now I can crack his head open if I need to, which I don't want to do. I don't want to sound like that, but, hey, this is a life or death situation in my mind. You're dealing with a kangle. He's not coming to bite your ankles and, and then lick him to death. Like, it don't work like that. So I do an awkward swing because she's dragging me and I'm trying to swing and I swung in front of him and it paused. It was enough to kind of shock him and make him pause for a second. And as he paused, I realized like, okay, this is going to go one or two ways. He's about to try to attack again. I either have to drop the bat, pull out the mace and see if that works, or I drop the leash and let Athena rush him while I crack his head open with the bat. And I guarantee you, if I did that for sure, this dog is not going to make it through that scenario. She's going to go for the throat and he's going to be on the ground because that first bat, like, I'm thinking of a bat hitting a watermelon. Like, that's the way I'm swinging. You know, I'm swinging for the, for the fences. I'm trying to hit a home run and knock that dog's head off of his body. I'm a dog lover, but you got to understand, when you're in protective mode, I'm a different dude. You got to do what you got to do. Like, I don't want to hurt this dog. So... I'm, my mind is weighing this, and this is all happening in an instant because this dog is still growling, going crazy. My dog's growling, going crazy, and he's only temporarily backed up from that swing. So I decide 
it's best to drop the bat, grab the spray, the pepper spray, and then flood his face with it, right? So I don't, I don't really have the most confidence in this option because now you're completely trusting this bear spray to back up this big ass tangle that definitely wants to attack me, been wanting to attack me, and now he finally has his chance. He's out the gate. And when I'm doing this, let me be clear, the neighbors, there's neighbors across the street, there's a family across the street, and they're screaming because they see me swing at this dog, at this big-ass kangaroo that's rushing me. They, they are screaming at their neighbor that, hey, come get your dog, come get your dog, oh my God, get your dog. And they're screaming across the street. I'm not paying attention to any of that because my eyes are locked in on this dog, right? So while they're screaming across the street trying to get their neighbor's attention because apparently he was parking his vehicle and that's why the gate was open. I guess he thought he could park his vehicle real quick, open the gate, park his vehicle, and then come shut the gate. But we just happened to turn the corner at the time where he's not shutting the gate. He's not being responsible because if it were me, I'm going to put my dog in the house. I'm going to put my dog in a closet. I'm going to put my dog in a car. I'm going to put it anywhere but where it can run out the yard and attack somebody because somebody can die. Like, I have a daughter. Imagine if she was walking by herself, like she does sometimes, and she turns that corner and this same big-ass dog rushes out there. What is she going to do? Right? That's going to be food. Like, that's game over. I, I don't see her living through that situation. Not with this big-ass angry kangle, right? So, anyway, I drop the bat, I take the mace, and I flood his face in that order, right? I'm still holding Athena back, and I'm just, I, I mean, this can is almost empty, dude. I emptied this bitch on him, for real. So as I empty this can, the dog, like, starts shaking his head, and he runs into his fence line. Like, not into his gate, but into the actual fence itself. And he's, like, shaking his head, like, rubbing his nose in the dirt. I guess he's trying to clear his face because I flooded him. His face was orange. It comes out orange when you spray it. You know what I mean? So his face was straight orange, period. Like, the neighbors across the street are, like, coughing and sneezing. I'm coughing and sneezing. My dog's coughing and sneezing. It's bad. Like, nobody can damn near breathe outside. And this is a wide-open area with wind blowing through there. But this shit is strong. Like, I highly recommend, if you don't have this, you can get this on Amazon. It's called Frontiersman Bear Attack Deterrent. Frontiersman Bear Attack Deterrent. And it is just that. It is a deterrent because it stopped everything immediately. So, the guy comes outside of his gate. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? You don't have to do this to my dog. You're doing too much. You, you're taking this too far. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're barely getting out here right now while your dog is about to attack me and my dog. And you worried about if I sprayed your dog? Like, I could have beat him to death. Like, next time I'm going to fucking kill your dog. Now, I'm not into killing dogs, but I'm not going to lie. I did say that to him. I did say that to him. I was hot. I was mad. His dog just almost attacked me. Well, tried to attack me and then got sprayed. So he's getting mad at me. Like, what the fuck? You, you take walking on here taking your time. Like, and the neighbors across the street, because they can see, like, at this point, I'm pissed, right? I got the bat in my hand again, and I'm about ready to use it on his bitch ass. For real. Like, that's how I'm feeling at this point. Like, you mad at me about your dog? Then fuck you. And fuck your dog, too. Period. Be responsible. I'm responsible. I got a ton of dogs. You don't see them running nowhere. I keep my yard secure. If you're going to have a dog this big, a big-ass dangerous kangle, make sure you keep your fucking dog secure. That's common sense. It's not bad dogs. That's why I didn't hit this kangle. Because this kangle didn't deserve it. He has a shit owner. He's not a shitty dog. He's a dog doing his job. His nature is to defend and to attack. To attack what he perceives as a threat. He doesn't know me. He doesn't know my dog. We're perceived as threats to him, right? 
So he did what he was supposed to do when he ran outside that fence. That's why I didn't crack his head open and beat him to sleep, honestly. That's why. Because I didn't want to hurt a dog that wasn't doing anything wrong, that just had a owner. But the owner, different story. He can get his head knocked off. That's how I feel about him. And f you if you watch this video, because I can't stand your dumbass. But anyway, with that being said, the owner felt my energy, and he kind of grabbed this dog, and he's kind of like sneezing and shit too because the mace is so strong and uh, people across the street like not in front of my kids not in front of my kids because they see it starting to get into it and with that being said i'm like you know what they were cool the entire time they were just trying to get his attention and they were trying to help out i don't i don't want to have problems with my neighbor and, and get into an altercation with my neighbor all's well that ends well hopefully he ain't dumb enough to do it again so i take the dog i start my dog athena and start walking up the street i'm still like my eyes are still like burning like you don't understand that shit lingers like that's one thing i will say if if you ever have to use it especially if you have to use it on, on a dog i hope that owner sprays that dog down for days because it's gonna need to have his face cleaned out because it cannot see his eyes are like shut his nose is just like he's drooling everywhere his, his nose is running like he can't see and he's not thinking about me no more. To the second I left, like, I kept looking back because when a dog that big tries to attack you, you don't just walk away like it's all good. Like, you keep looking back, like, over your shoulder just in case he come running up the street because his dumbass owner slipped while he was cleaning in his face or something. And he's coming after me, then I'm going to have to shut it down again. So, with that being said, I started walking up the street and that that's how that situation pretty much ended. But it could have been a lot different. Like, if you reverse the situation and you say, I go at this situation without the mace then what happens okay i guarantee you i could have hit this dog in the head and took him down and then especially with athena attacking him at the same time now i got my dog tearing out another dog's throat and i'm beating his head in i sound like a savage like who wants to do that to a dog you know will i do it if i have to absolutely i'll do anything to protect me and mine like anything there's no limits like you could take that forever you want but when it comes down to protection i'm ex-military i do what i gotta do you know but that's not a good scenario. So to the people out there, you know, I hope that you guys, A, are responsible owners. Don't leave your gate open for just even a half of a second where you think nothing's going to happen, especially if you have a dangerous breed because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. A lot of my followers, I posted this on Facebook, on our Facebook, link in the description. I posted it on our Instagram, link in the description. And when I did, my followers were like, I would have shot that dog. I would have killed that dog. I would have did this. I did You'll be surprised. There's a lot of people that are CCW, meaning they're carrying a concealed weapon. They're already armed, and they're waiting for something like this. They don't want to kill your dog, but they absolutely 100% will, you know? So for those that want to judge this video and say, hey, you were too harsh, you keep talking about hurting this dog or killing this dog, I don't want to do any of that. That's not my thing. However, I will do what I have to do when it needs to be done. And there's a lot of people that think like me. A lot of my followers said the exact same. So please be responsible if you have a dangerous breed or potentially dangerous breed. Because it doesn't mean it's dangerous just because it's a big dog that will protect your house. I have big dogs that will protect my house. I guarantee you, you're not going to make it in my yard into my front door. You're going to be torn to shreds. It's not happening. So I understand that type of a dog. However, Please be responsible, man, because I don't want to have to kill or hurt a dog. I'm sure my following doesn't. And definitely check out this bear mace. This bear mace was a lifesaver, I'm telling you. And definitely, it doesn't hurt to have a big stick with you or something like that if you do walk, whether you have a dog or not. 
have some protection. Don't trust that everybody's going to be a responsible owner. You are responsible for your own safety. You're responsible for the safety of those around you. And don't lose your head when a situation gets crazy. The best thing you can do, and I, I'm thankful that I was able to do this, is keep a calm head and address the threat the way it needs to be addressed. Never try to run. You're just going to trigger their instinct to rip your calf to shreds, tear your Achilles, and then tear your neck open. That's all that's going to happen. If you try to run, it's not going to work out. You got to square off with that dog and let them feel your energy. Let them know that I'm an alpha. This is alpha on alpha. Something's about to happen one way or another. Because I can tell when I first swung at him, that initial pause was, oh shit, he's not fucking around. Like he felt that. And he could tell my dog wasn't a fucking around. So he hesitated. And that hesitation gave me enough time to drop that bat and grab the spray and do what I needed to do. So if you ever are in that situation, make sure that you square off with the dog. Don't ever turn your back on a potential threat. Let them feel that alpha energy and do whatever you have to do. All right? I hope y'all learned something from the story time. Please like, comment, and subscribe. I want to hear what y'all would think. I want to hear what y'all would do if you were in this situation. Do you feel like I handled this situation right? Am I being overly aggressive? Because I had a couple comments. Like most of my comments on my social media platforms, they weren't saying like, oh, you, you know, you're doing too much. But there were some people like, oh, you knew the risk because you were walking that way. Basically victim blaming this shit. Like, uh, you knew the risk. You, if you said you seen that Kango every time you walked in, then why walk that way? Because it's my neighborhood. I live here. Like, there's a ton of dogs. There's no way I can walk. Any path I'm going to walk in this neighborhood is going to be dogs. All of our neighbors have dogs. That's why we like this neighborhood, right? You just have to be responsible. However, if y'all think I'm wrong, let me know. Drop a comment. Tell me your thoughts. I want to hear it. If y'all want more story times, also let me know that in the comments. Links are in the description. Big Jim and I, Kenos Andre. I'm checking out.